All right, it's your boy Jerry Garcia back at it with episode nine here of It's Not My Weekend podcast. Uh, today's Sunday, August. I don't know, like eight, más o menos, ¿qué no? Por ahí. Uh, shit. Sunday night, Sunday evening. Got the kids here at home, chilling upstairs. I'm actually I'm in the garage. It's the only place that's nice and quiet. I like the sound in here right now, and uh, the living room and the other rooms are a little too echoey. So let's just come chill. Tell them, leave me the F alone. I don't say it like that, but leave me alone for the next hour. Got to work. And most of them are pretty good in doing so. But um, hope you guys had a good weekend, man. It is what it is. It's the weekend. And uh, shit, I mean, I know they don't feel like weekends. I was just, man, this Friday night, dude, I was literally just watching TV on a Friday night, Netflixing. And just feeling like a fucking loser, huh? I don't know how you guys feel sometimes, but it just hits you sometimes. It just hits you that you're just like, damn, bro. I should be out right now. I should be out working or enjoying life or meeting that next special someone. <laughs> um, but no way. There's nowhere to go. Nothing to do, and you, you, you know, no, no tienes ni ganas, ni, ni ganas, Dan. At the end of the day, you don't even have the drive for it. Like, I don't even have the drive to go outside. Like, I don't. Like, it just, you, you, I felt like a loser, man. I just felt like a loser Friday night and just trying to figure out what to watch and what to eat. It's been my life. And, uh, you know, I had no kids, but... I wasn't about to call anyone or do anything with anybody. I'd rather just enjoy the moment alone. But then you do like fall into a kind of weird place when you're doing a little too long, right? Because it's cool like at 5, 6 p.m. It's cool. It's 7. It's cool. But once 8, 9, 10 hits and you're still home doing shit, that's when reality hits in a little bit like, man, I ain't shit. You know, and it's coming from a you know I'm you know in my line of work, you know that's what we're on stage. Our people are watching us and paying and and you know giving us this attention that we don't have right now, and it's just a, fuck. It's crazy, man. You know, like you, you take it for granted, basically. I, I'm, and that's one thing I'm not gonna take for granted. These shows, like I haven't these last few times I've been able to perform on stage. I do enjoy it more, and I think it's coming off on stage a little bit more because, uh, like, the jokes and the material comes off a little bit more real because I'm really enjoying myself. It's not just like a job. I'm actually having a good time right now because I appreciate where I'm at at the moment, and that's something that maybe I was losing for a little bit, or sometimes you do in some places. Um, so. Yeah, so now it's like I'm, I, I I take that for granted. I've taken it for granted. So now when I'm home on a Friday night, and you gotta understand, it's not just about the attention, but you gotta really like know that I, we truly make our money out of this. We really truly make our pay our rent and our bills and out of what we do. So when that's taken away, dog, it's t- it's not just attention that's taken away from us. It's not just you know. Groupies or 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 fanboys that were it's not about it's not I mean that's some of it of course that's the lifestyle it's the lifestyle but at the end of the day it's also a check a money a bill that I may not be able to make right and so that's when I'm telling you your mind just goes to all these crazy places dog um and and it hits you more on a Friday night 
and that's what I'm trying to vent here. It hits you more on Friday night where you're like, fuck, dog. It's Friday night in August. And I should be out right now working, bro, grinding, making money. Pero no, wey. Estoy en la casa, wey. Estoy encerrado, wey. You know? And the walls do feel like they're caving in after a while, man. You snap out of it. I snap out of it. I, I, I'm really strong-minded when it comes to shit like that. So when I actually go there, it takes a lot, you know, for, for that to happen. So when I actually go there, I do trip myself out. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. I know Jesus talks about anxiety and depression and all this shit. I, I, I've, I've had these conversations with him. Like, fool, I don't know how you can get yourself in that place, dog. Like, I live in the moment. I live... You know, I, I I like life. I enjoy life. I, and whatever ups and downs come with life, I take it, bro. And it is what it is, you know, because I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows, dog. And I don't let either get to me too long. So when he falls into those things and he and sometimes I see him, he gets himself into this rut where I don't understand. Him. I go, dig, you're young, you're good looking, you're funny, you're talented. You know, you're, you're fucking no kids, dog. Like, no estás casado, güey. No, you don't have a fucking nine to five job that's grilling you every day. I don't know what the fuck you're complaining about, dog. And that's why I get into it with him. And I know he's like, I know, dog, I don't know what the fuck is this thing. But I'm just like. No way, but yo, I go through all this shit. I go through all these dramas, and and I just somehow I don't know how I do it. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, it's just strong minded. I believe because I don't let shit get to me. And trust me, I do. I do get sad. I do get down. I do, but it's very temporary. It's very. It doesn't last much long. I, I do a good night's sleep will take care of it. A good movie will take care of it. Fucking watching The Office will take care of it. Um, getting on YouTube for a little bit take care of it. You know, writing some jokes and something that I'm going through makes me laugh. I write it write it down and that gets me through it. My kids get me through. My kids making me laugh or say something stupid or even them upsetting me gets me through whatever it is the fuck I'm going through. You know, and it's crazy. It's a, tr it's a trip, man. It's a trip. You can't, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know where I was getting with that. Oh, but basically, that's where I was at Friday night, man. And uh, I was just like, fuck, dude, I'm home. You know, I got, I, I don't want to call anyone, like, as far as, like, hang out. or I just, I, I kind of want to just stay here. I don't like where I'm at, but I just need to write this out. I just got to write it out. And uh, just we'll watch something on TV and stuff like that or whatever. But, um, you know, at times like that, I wish I like I was into weed. I'm not into weed. I'm not into smoking. I like to I'll, I'll smoke it, but it has to be with friends casually, you know, at a get together at hanging out. I can't just do it by myself. You know, it just depresses me even more. Um, drinking the same I can't just drink a beer by myself I can't, Doug I feel like a fucking loser, Doug I feel like an alky Like I have a problem When I'm drinking beers by myself well, I've done it And it's it, I don't go to a good place I just don't I just get more depressed I start thinking about shit I shouldn't be thinking, you know Ex-girlfriends Fucking Dying You know Money my career I start like fucking Cause I'm by myself Getting buzzed You know Or higher So I'm just like Nah I'm good I like drinking with people And smoking even with people Because there's a A and B and C Shit going on right there But By myself I don't know It's not my thing It's never my, I'd rather just stay sober And stay uh, Open minded To myself And I don't know But yeah This Friday was weird 
I was going there for a little bit, and uh, I wasn't liking where I was going, you know, but got through it, dog. Get through it. This whole year's been like that, man. But it does make you appreciate what you've lost, man. And uh, uh, I enjoy the little things more, you know, just doing little shit that I wouldn't think I would be doing. If this was this year was any normal year, I would just be going again, show to show, tour to tour, you know, this and that, and and um, you know, missing out on a lot of shit. But you know, fuck, man. And you know, the kids let they get you through it. You know, uh, we uh, I mentioned last episode, I, I we uh. Me and Jesus taught the kids how to ride a bike, and they fuckers got it in like in a day, bro. Now, so now we're riding bikes. I posted some of that shit. Have you guys seen it? But we're riding bikes around the neighborhood and stuff. And uh, I don't have a bike, so I'm borrowing bikes. I borrowed. Uh, I bought all my kids a bike, even Nikki. And Nikki's he's gonna turn six soon, so I bought him a bike that's like for seven to ten year olds. So like it doesn't have training wheels, but obviously he can't ride a bike and he hasn't got it yet. No le no le no le agarra todavía, güey. So uh, um, today earlier Sunday, I didn't have Nikki. I'm I'm getting them later tonight. But uh, so I, I took we went out for a ride and I took Nikki's bike. Fuck it, chinga su madre, güey. Si quema acá. And those fuimos way we went around to the Pacific and just ride around shit, you know. And my kids, you know, they're not the greatest riders yet. Though. They're still they just learned last week, but they get the hang of it. They cool, you know. So I'm just kind of looking out for them, leading the way, telling them where to way, where to way, uh, watch out for the cars, la chingadera, and uh, just having fun. But that's something I wouldn't think I would do again. My kids are 13 and 12, fool. They just learned how to ride a bike, dog, because of. Of how busy I've been these last few years, cause I'm not around as much like that. Not like in that way. I'm around, but not like let's spend the whole day together and out together. The weekends are always for comedy for me, dog. I'm always doing comedy on a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and even Sundays. I got a show, dog. I'm like 80% of the time I have a show. So when I don't have a show, I just want to kick back, chill, not do nothing for just be inside the house. Sleep, nap, whatever, dog. Eat and just not go outside. But now I got time is on my fucking hands right now. Too much time, and so now we're doing things like this. Things like that wouldn't like. That's why they haven't. That's why they didn't know how to ride a bike, because their mom wasn't gonna do it. I was. It was my job, and I dropped the ball on it. You know, I never got around to it. But thanks to the pandemic life, I was able to get to it. Now we're fucking riding. Now they're fucking. Biker crew out there That's a trip, yo And uh, these kids are enjoying it And uh, it's fun We went out there Did our thing I'm just surprised how quick they got it For the biking thing I didn't know Maybe you should wait Till the kids are 12 and 13 to teach them Because like that It's just going to take you a couple hours, man Fucking Nicky, dude It's been like a week And he can't get it Fucking scared, fool Tiene miedo el güey And he's he can't get it He's He went like 10 feet by himself But I don't know I give up on him pretty easy too I get, I get a little frustrated And Jesus does too So he kind of doesn't want to do Nikki. So It's on his dad I guess I gotta step up all of a sudden But um, He'll get it He'll get it I guess maybe this week we'll keep, continue to work on it So 
And I hear school's coming back. My kids don't start, start school till like, in a couple of weeks, late August, mid-August, whatever. Right now, we're still in early August. But school's starting. I'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit because, uh, damn, dog, I hear they're going to start at 8 o'clock in the morning, all three of them at the same time, and with their laptops, and I got to have breakfast ready, and I got to even help teach them if possible. And, ugh, ugh, I did not sign up for this. This is not what I signed up for. And, uh, yeah, dog, ugh, not fun, bro. That is not going to be fun. We've been waking up at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning every day, have our breakfast, chill, watch some TV, watch a movie, go outside. That's just gone now. School's starting up. Damn. Now we got to teach them, dog. I feel bad for all the parents, dog. I don't know how, I don't know how we're going to do it, dog. I don't know. If you got any tips, man, let me know because I'm low-key stressing about that, about being exposed to long division. This, that's going to be not fun. But, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know where, I don't know where to go, where to go from there, right? And it's going to be one of those situations where we have to keep trucking and figure it out, motherfucker. Figure this shit out. And we will. And it should be all right. All right. Let's take a little quick break. I'll get back here. And after these messages, uh, sponsors are supposed to pop in in the middle. I don't know if they, I don't know if it is, but it's supposed to pop in right here, right now. If not, I'm going to find one. And if you want to be sponsored by the It's Not My Weekend podcast, just a little quick shout out of your business or something, man. Let me know, dog. Let me know. I'm, I got you, fool. All right. All right. Let's be back after this. All right, and since we're speaking about our sponsors, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mariscos Aguirre. The homie Alex came through last week and brought a whole tray of aguachiles, which is my favorite seafood. Aguachiles in the motherfucker got down. to put a little mango, a little bit of pepino in that shit. It was fucking fire. He's on my IG. If you want to look him up, Mariscos Aguirre. Tell your boy Jerry G sent you, and the homie will hook you up with a discount. He does catering, and he does all kinds of shit. He's a professional chef. That's going on and doing some catering on his side, and he's a side hustling with it. And uh, obviously, props to that, to the fucking paisas, the homies. He's from East L.A., and he says he'll pretty much drive anywhere around L.A. County, even San Bernardino, if he has to, fuck it. And whatever the money chases, he'll be there. And uh, hit him up, work it out. I don't know the prices, but he does. He says he could cook anything, food. Like I said, a professional chef from a culinary arts where and uh, he went somewhere to study abroad. La chingada, very cool cat. Hit him up, dog. Other than that, dog, I got some exciting news. We broke it in our American Wannabes podcast. By the way, also, man, I want to give a thanks to everybody listening to all three podcasts. Uh, it's not my weekend podcast. Time flies with Jesus Povera, and I'm a lot cooler than I look with Christian Zaragoza. We're getting the reviews, the reviews are in, the feedback is in, and let me tell you, all three of these motherfuckers are knocking it out of the ballpark. We appreciate you guys. Again, we all give you guys a different feel, a different theme, a different genre, a different taste of what the American wannabes is. And so I think I'm very proud of the guys. They're sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. They're sticking with it. And they're enjoying it. Mas que nada. Fernie's in fucking coming out. I thought he was going to come out sometimes, but it looks like he's a constant uh, guest on Christian, which is dope. And uh, shout outs to Fernie's birthday also. And uh, everyone's just doing great. 
Uh, we exchange notes when we meet up and do our American Wannabes podcast. We exchange notes and we go over people's reviews and what they're saying and what they're liking. And it's all but nothing but love from all three of us, dog. So, not, no, no es por nada, wey, pero gracias, gracias, gracias. We can only go as far as you guys, your, our listeners, our followers. And trust me, we have some hardcore motherfucking followers. And it's why we do what we do, dog. And you guys keep us going, dog. It really is. You guys truly keep us going and the messages the emails those cagapalos all that shit that you do for us we appreciate it and uh you know we're all three of us are as you can tell now from our from our podcast we're all three of us on our different you know spectrums i guess i don't know if that's the word but we're all you know we are we're all individuals dog we're all different all three of us in our own way and we all come together to make the american wannabes and uh, I just cannot be proud of these guys of what they're. Uh, I listen to it myself. I, I don't. I recently started listening to more podcasts, uh, different podcasts. Uh, Jesus has always been a fan of podcasts. I'm just kind of been like here and there about it, but I've been listening to both Jesus and Christians and mo- both motherfuckers. Just it's like I don't even know the guys. It's just I get to like feel what the fans feel basically, and it's pretty dope. I laugh and I learn from motherfuckers shit that I know. And it and it motivates me to keep going and bring this fucking my show to be a lot more entertaining and more fucking thoughtful and put some more thought into it and planning all that shit. So until I have real thoughts together, then I get on the fucking phone and do it. And uh, it's it's been fun, dude. It's been a lot of fun with these guys and listening, to, enjoying watching, uh, enjoying listening to all these fools. So. Please keep supporting, sharing. I know, of course, you're, we're fucking nat. We're human, dog. You're gonna sometimes you're gonna lean more towards one than the other, and that's all right. We all have our favorites, dog. It is what it is. Um, but just as long as you keep supporting whichever one it is, just please do so, dog. All right. Which I don't know. I guess if you're listening to this, maybe you're not support. I don't know. I don't. Know. Like for example. Uh, I'm a big Tigres and Norte fan. Huge. Huge Tigres and Norte fan. I don't know if you guys know about this about me, but I'm big, dog. Like, I know, like, 90% of their songs, fool. Of course, not the new albums. They're not that great. But when I was a little kid, man, I'm 40 years old, dog. But when I was, like, 9, 10, my family, my dad, my mom, my uncles, my cousins, older cousins... They would turn me on to this music back. We're talking about 1989, 1988, 1990. Back then, I remember Tigres Norte, they dropped La Puerta Negra. Uh, Sin Fronteras, I believe, was the album. And I loved it, dog. I loved every song. Every, you know, I remember about the tape. I had the tape. And, but before that, when I was younger, my dad had records. My dad had a huge record collection, and which included, obviously, all the, the Lalo Moras and Ramon Ayalas and Cadetes and Humildes and all these fools, right? So, but I was a little kid, dog. You know, I'm six, seven, eight. And, I, you know, I would literally just play with the fucking albums, right? And, you know, stack them up or whatever. But uh, my dad would be there, like, you know, watching over me, make sure I'm not fucking them up. You know, messing them up. So he would just put one on. Like he, I guess I would run into one. Like, oh shit, and I would give it to him, and he put it on. And so I would like listen to the music while I'm playing with the records, right? Um, subconsciously, that shit's going into me, right? And uh, so I became a big fan of all these motherfuckers. But still, the Norte, like 
for me with a shit dog and uh but the first record i remember i literally played every day was that one but before obviously they had other records where i like like Wanda del carro rojo and la las dos tumbas i believe uh fuck a, a bunch of fucking other songs before that that were also hits which i got into later but i love this norte dog And if you're familiar with Los Tiros Nortes and you know what I'm talking about, obviously they're a huge band, you know, you don't have to be a big Paisa listener to know who Los Tiros Norte is, but they have two lead singers, all right? They have Hernán Hernández y Jorge Hernández, right? And Jorge Hernández is like the leader, but Hernán is like co-captain, bro. He's like right there, all right? Hernán Hernández is the guy who sings like Puerta Negra, uh, ni Ni Parientes Somos um, And other songs, right? I'm really bad with the fucking titles, bro I have to be like seeing this or listening to No one, okay? But those are like the famous songs, right? Uh, Mesa del Rincón Right? And then Hernán Hernández sings a lot of like The Corridos and shit, right? Uh, La Banda del Carro Rojo Camioneta Gris Stuff like that, right? And I might be off a little bit here Just because I'm going off the top of my head But they're two They basically both sing hits individually. All right. Now, there's a third guy, okay, Eduardo Hernandez, who sings uh, that other song. Uh, shit. It'll come to me right now. But he sings, he has a couple sing of hits himself, right? Uh, Pero tú. Oh, Golpes en el Corazón. So that fool hits, hits Golpes en el Corazón. And that's like his big song. And then there was Raul Hernandez, who was one of my low-key favorites, who looks just like my dad. For if you know who Raul Hernandez, he looks just like my dad when he was young, dog. Um, and so this guy had a couple hits too, right? Cruz de Palo, uh, Apenas Te Fuiste Ayer. Uh, he had some dope fucking songs, but he left the band early. He left in the 90s. Uh, to start his own solo career Which obviously I followed I bought his album Which was alright He had like two, three pretty cool songs And then he kind of faded away um, Here's my question I don't know, maybe some of you guys can answer this Message me if you know the answer to this I haven't really I haven't put the time in Maybe if I put the time in and Google shit But you gotta Google shit in Spanish And you know, I get a little stuck But maybe you guys can help me out, man Raul Hernandez left Uh, there was also another guy, uh, is it Guadalupe Olivo? Is it Olivo? Some, there was another dude that Eduardo took over for. But anyways, uh, Raul Hernandez left, and all good to him, fool. I props to him for doing it. He wanted to do, he wanted to go on his own. It didn't seem like he left on bad terms. I remember those tedious that even like said, good luck, and we're proud of you. Something was out, like... Um, in that way, in like in a magazine or something that I read, that they were proud of him or whatever. Or he and or Raúl Hernández in his interviews, he never talked shit or even seemed like he was going that way. So I felt like nothing was bad terms. So he leaves. He leaves. I, I want to say early nineties, ninety three, ninety four, um, to start his own record. Maybe a little bit later, maybe mid nineties. It doesn't go too well. After his, I, dude, he's been busting out records for nobody's giving a fuck. Nobody's listening to his records, bro. All right, he hasn't had any real hits for, and he sounds like a Tiro Norte. He has all the ingredients of a Los Tiro Norte. You would think hits would come from him some way, somehow, but none have come. After his first album, I remember that he got like after that he got like no radio play. 
Um, so he's a, he became a little underground, right? Again, I'm a fan. I love the guy, but come on, let's be honest. He didn't do shit by himself. So my question is, why the fuck does he not come back? Oh, and they're family too. They're cousins or bro. I think Raul Hernandez and Hernan Hernandez are brothers. Um, all those fools are like family. They are family, literally family. So I wonder what went wrong or why he decided not to come back after maybe like in the early 2000s. Like after, yo, I gave it a whole 10 years, 15 years of doing it by myself. It didn't work out. What would be so wrong of him to come back? And, uh, I always wonder that. I don't know if it's Los Tiz and Norte themselves who said, fuck you, you can't come back, or Raul Hernandez's pride that won't let him come back. Those are the simple answers, right? That's the, that's the go-to answers, right? One of those two things. But I feel like they're just such a huge band, such a loving band, like family-oriented band, that that shouldn't be in the way. Like I feel like Raul Hernandez has a door open to come back. And I really, I would really want to see that only because obviously they're getting old now. That's some viejitos way. So any help or any boost to the group would be, I think, welcome. You know, any nostalgia that this was gonna bring back to the band. He had like three fucking dope songs, maybe more, four. Um, four, you know, in the records that, and obviously he can even sing others songs, but. I always wonder why he never came back, and it kind of bothered me that he never came back because, again, he gave it the old college try, right? He did his thing, props, respect, but, you know, it's 2020 now, and he left, like, let's say, 95, he, so he's been gone for, like, 25 years, so he's given it 25 years of going on his own, and obviously nothing has happened, fool. He's not where he thought he wanted to be or where he wanted to be, obviously, fool, right? Why not come back, fool? Why not come back? And, and I always wondered. I wish I had a co-host right now so we could talk about this more, man. But I always wondered that. And I was, because I always wished that. I always wanted Raul Hernandez to come back and rejoin Los Tigres and sing some of the hits he sang with them and maybe news hits. Um, I don't know, you know. Um, they got... You know, oh, and what I was trying to get at, so we got Hernan Hernandez and Raul and uh, Jorge Hernandez, the two fucking dopest voices that the, the band has. I've always wondered if people decide one over the other more. I don't think so, as far as me. Like, I can't decide. I can't decide who I like more. You know, obviously, Hernan Hernandez, that was a dope ass voice for, like, like Mesa del Rincón. And El Pinche, uh, fuck, all these top songs. He he kills it. And so does Hernan Hernandez, dog. I wonder if people, my question, another question goes out to you guys is, do you have a favorite from those two? Do you have, do you find yourself leaning toward, more towards one and the other? Because I don't see that. I, I don't I don't see that. I don't see, I, if you put a gun to my head, fool, and be like, yo, who do you like better, Hernan or, or Jorge? I can't. I'd be like, shoot, motherfucker. <laughs> but I'd be like, I don't know. I can't decide who. I can't pick. I know if I pick Hernan, I'm going to regret it because I love Jorge as much. If I pick Jorge, I'm going to, like, I know Hernan is fucking the GOAT as well. Like, can you have two GOATs in one band? Is it like Paul McCartney and John Lennon? Is it like that? I don't know. 
I'm not a big Beatles fan, but I know those are two huge fucking names in the same band. So, I don't know. I was, I was wondered. Two things I wondered. Those are the two things I wondered from Los Tigres Norte. Is one better than the other? And if so, how or why? Uh, they can, they consider Jorge the, the leader, but I think it's because he's the oldest. I think he's just the oldest, and he's just like the, the father figure or just the older guy. You know, I'm sure he calls most of the shots, but it, it, but it, when it comes to hits and songs and voice, they're equal. Not one bigger than the other. So, and my other question, the third question that comes up from Steven Norte is, how did they how, how did they decide who's gonna sing which song? Uh, again, I, I'm not a singer, so I'm guessing it has to do some with the with the tone of the 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 chords that they hit right with their throat with their voice with their vocals i'm guessing but sometimes i think like i'm listening to a song of Steel norte and i and i picture the other fool's voice in it and i would say it would be still a hit it would still be oh uh, uh, pacas aquilo i was listening to pacas aquilo the other day uh and uh this song uh, jorge sings it and hernan backs him up but I feel like Hernan could also sing that song just as good as Jorge. So, and if that's the case, why, who decided who's going to sing that song? You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's some songs that are kind of obvious. Why? Because, like, the, the high pitch that the song, like, Puerta Negra, it has some, like, high fucking pitches that Jorge Hernandez does not deliver. Hernan can. So, I guess that's probably the decision. But there's some songs that it could have gone either way, dog. It could have simply, like, it could have easily be sang by this dude instead of that dude and be as much as a, of a hit, maybe even bigger. Who knows? And I wonder the decisions. I, dude, trust me. I've always wanted to meet these guys, not just to fan out, which I would, but I do have some serious fucking questions for these guys. Like, I really would love to sit down with these motherfuckers. Any one of them, I'll take even Oscar the drummer and just pick the brain and just be like, what? Like, those are the questions I have, dog. How do you how do you decide who sings which song? All right. Who is the leader and why? Um, how are the checks broken up? No, I'm just kidding. Maybe not that, but of course I would love to know that too. Uh, I'm guessing it's equally. Um, and why did Raúl Hernández not come back? Uh, there has to be a good answer for that, dog. There has to be more to that, dog. Because, again, ponte pensar, we. Think about it, fool. This fool is family, bro. He left on good terms. He went to try his own thing. It didn't work out. Let's all be honest. Why not come back, fool? And I go. I know you guys are saying, because he can't. He just can't do that to himself. Why the fuck not? You live. You only live once, fool. Like... Do it right, like I mean, I mean, you can do you can do things, you know, without like what I'm, what I'm trying to say. What I'm, what I'm trying to say, it doesn't matter, fool. He gave it a go, twenty years plus, try, and you know he's like what late sixties now, fool. It's not like he has another twenty years in him. Just come back, rejoin the family, sing a couple of the old hits on the concerts, fool. Come out, maybe one another song or two on a new album if they make one. 
Um, which, by the way, they did. They were coming out with an album with Mariachi, which sounds pretty good. They're singing like Vicente Fernandez songs and shit. I like it. I'm down. Señora de Tal and, you know, Mujeres Divinas. And, you know, I'm down. I, I, I listen to it. I like it's the, it's the thing the Norte beat that gets me. And they have that, they have that genuine, unique beat that only the Norte guys pull. And they have that in the Mariachi song. So it's just dope. I'll, I'll follow it. And so what I'm trying to say is, why not come back and just. Fool, like, what's what would be? No one's gonna talk shit, fool. Like, especially if he's an old man, dog. It's not like if he's a young kid, like just gave up on life in his thirties. No, he went out there in his forties, tried to do his thing, and he couldn't make it happen. And I don't know. Am I crazy? I don't know. I would. I love to hear some feedback on this, man. I would love to hear some feedback. And they have a younger dude. Now that fool, see, that's how much of a. I don't keep up with the theaters as much anymore as I used to, but. They have a younger guy. He's in, he's been in the band for a long time already. He's been there at least over ten years. And I, I just his head his name just skips my mind. Is it maybe Juan? Maybe oh something. He's there too. He's a guy that sings. He's in the guitar. Good looking, the good looking dude because he's a young one, right? He's the sex appeal of the band. Apparently, he sings. And he sounds all right. I've I've heard him. He sounds all right. I hope he gets better. Cause I would love to see those theaters move on. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to see that, but it's gonna happen, I believe. So might as well have it done correctly and well, where they still like you can still hear and feel theaters in Norte after Hernan and Jorge are gone. All right. And hopefully, I'm, I'm hope I'm pulling for the guys. What I'm trying to say, I'm I'm rooting for the dude. I hope he can manage carrying on the legacy. Because it is a huge legacy I'm a huge fan I was a huge fan of those bookies too Huge fan of those bookies man Marco Antonio Solis to me is like A, a, a goat bro Like I'm I, Man I actually got the chance to meet that dude uh, One time at the airport Long time ago This is before like iPhones dog I was, I was like maybe like 21 22 Man maybe younger fool I was there I was, My parents were coming back from Mexico I was at the Tom Bradley International Airport waiting for them to come back. I was, I was picking them up. And back in those days, you know, you would get off, you know, especially when your parents, you would get off and wait for them in that little fucking turn, you know, little fucking people where people walk up the walkway and you see people coming with their carritos and people get like, excited. Oh, my God, right here, right here. I was that guy, right? So I would go there and, so, you know, all these, it's an international uh, terminal. So all these international flights are coming in. So there's all these fucking flights. Constantly people are parading through that walkway. Because a bunch of flights are coming out. Anyways, my parents' flight was supposed to land around, let's say, for example, I forgot, dude, but maybe say, let's say like eight o'clock and eight o'clock at night, right? Dude, I'm there. It's like midnight, fool. Four hours or so. I'm there for a long time. I remember I went to ask like, what's going on, kind of shit, and they told me the flight was delayed, and it's it's arriving late. But no esos tiempos, way, no te dicen mucho, way. Like you couldn't look it up in your phone. I didn't. I didn't have it. I, I didn't have. I didn't. Have, I didn't even have a camera. I had a cell phone, but it wasn't a camera phone. It was like a StarTech. All right, it was a flip phone, dog. No camera. So I had nowhere to call. No one like the my only you know shot was asking the security guard. You know, sabe nada say way. You know, so I would go over to information and they're like ta, 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 punching a bunch of shit. Like it looks like it's late. Va a llegar aproximadamente a esta. Like oh god, these fools don't know shit. Dog. So they would like. Anyways, I'm just there waiting for it's not 
another hour and another hour and another hour, right? Waiting for waiting the and uh gracias a Dios, of course the worst comes to mind, but you know, the if the worst would happen, you would hear about it right away, right? But apparently it's just delayed, delayed. It just kept saying delayed, delayed, late, late or whatever. And una de esas way que viene up the ramp Marco Antonio Solís died. Yes, el buki mayor, güey. He's walking up that shit with his wife, who's famous also. I forgot her name, but she's, like, beautiful and famous. But I don't give a fuck about her. Because she's, like, walking in front of him, and he's walking behind her con el carrito, güey. And so I see her. I see a beautiful blonde lady walking in front of him, but I didn't pay attention to her. I saw him, and my eyes just fucking, what the fuck? That's Marco Antonio Solis, dog. And I'm hoping people don't notice because they're going to fucking rush this ass, and he's going to just run away, right, or take off. So, but yes, people do start to notice. People start, start rumbling. Mira, el buki. Mira, el buki. Es el buki, eh? He's like, oh shit, man. So I started walking towards the end to like to greet him towards the end, fool. And sure enough, people start coming up to him and shit as I get there, fool. And uh, I just kind of waited my turn, waited for a couple of people to fucking do his do their thing. And then as soon as I had my shot, I jumped in there, fool. And I I wanted it to like, I wanted to like be his friend. I wanted to have like a connection with him, fool. So I did. So what I did, I'm like. Uh, Hey, uh, Marco Antonio, so, oh, soy un gran fanático. You know, my broken ass fucking Spanish stick, especially nervous. Soy un gran fanático, you know. Soy un gran fanático. Oiga, disculpe, este, and he's like, ¿qué pasó, mijo? ¿Qué pasó? I go, este, no por casualidad venías en el vuelo 114. I forgot the, the flight number, but back here on the flight number, right? No por casualidad venías en, en el vuelo 114 del Distrito Federal. And I was like, sí, sí, en ese venía, en ese venía. I go, ah, que es que estaba esperando mis, mis, mis papás, en ese venían también. And he's like, no, sí, en, en ese venía yo también. Ya llegamos todos, gracias a Dios, llegamos bien. Un poco tarde, pero ya llegamos. Like that, I swear to God, fool, this fool, like, looked at me in my eyes and said, like, He's like, it's like, you know, he looks like Jesus Christ, fool, if you don't know this. It's like Jesus Christ talking to me, fool. And he's like, si, mijo, ya llegamos. Gracias a Dios, todo bien. Poquito tarde, pero con salud or something. I'm like, ah, qué bueno. Ah, qué bueno. Este, ¿me puedes dar tu autógrafo? I asked for his autograph. ¿Me puedes dar tu autógrafo? Sí, claro, claro, claro. And guess who didn't have a fucking pen? I didn't have no fucking pen, of course. I'm looking through my pocket. It's getting awkward. He's like standing there. And then at the end, he just goes, No, pues pa la otra, mijo, pa la otra, eh? And then he just like shook my hand. Me saludó, wey. And he just goes, pa la otra. And I go, okay, pa la otra. And then, yeah, and he took off, fool. And then obviously all these people started like rushing them fool like all the other people dog but that fool was like so kind bro so dope so ground so grounded down to earth just the way he spoke to me fools like he spoke to like just like a fucking friend dog and i'll never forget that about him fool and i told my parents you guys were in the flight with marco antonio solid and they're like they couldn't believe it like what because obviously he was like in first class or whatever and they're probably all the back by the bathrooms and so I told him, like, oh, you guys were in the fucking same plane as Buki Mallorca. You don't even understand, dog. And my parents were like, ah, pues no lo miramos. We didn't see him. Yeah, like, oh, God. Uh, um, that was one of the fucking greatest things ever. And uh, one, that's what I said. If I become famous, dog, if I ever become famous, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be like that, fool. You know, take my time. Speak to people. Look them in the eye. Be respectful, you know. 
And I try. I try. I don't always do that, but I try. Because some people do get annoying, fool. I got to tell you, fool. Some people do get weird. But I'm getting better at it. Uh, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm a very fucking chill dog. Uh, but, and I ain't shit yet. I mean, so kind of work both ways. But, uh, man, I don't know how this conversation turned into that, but all that shit. But uh, I am a fanboy when it comes to Los Tigres del Norte. I'm a fanboy when it comes to Marco Antonio Solis. And I have a lot of questions for Los Tigres del Norte. I do. And I hope to meet them. And it's, de yo de pendejo, when I first became a comedian, dog, I was like, I'm, I'm 10 years in the game. I'm about to turn 11 in October, fool. 10 years in the game, fool. I started in 2010. No, 20, 2009. October 2009. My first time going to San Jose, fool, was like maybe 2011. Two, three years in the game. 2011, 2012. With Jeff Garcia, who I was opening for at the time. We did the San Jose Improv the whole weekend, all right? Uh, I'm three years in the game, dog. Please forgive me, okay? <laughs> but it's my first time going to San Jose. I've never been there. All I knew about San Jose is that Los Tigres del Norte live there. That's what I knew. I knew that was a fact. They're from, they live there. I don't know which ones, all of them, some of them. I don't know, but they're, they claim San Jose. That's the residency for so what the fucking idiot do? I get on fucking Twitter like a dumb fuck and I tweet at Los Tigres del Norte soy un comediante de Los Angeles y un gran fanático y me presento hoy esta fin, este fin de semana en San Jose Improv por favor quedan invitados or something like that. I don't know if I did it in English or Spanish dog. I do not recall and I fucking posted it dog. Like a fucking bitch. And here's what I did. Twitter was kind of new for me at the time, or new, you know, at all, period. So I didn't know that it goes on your wall, fool. I thought it went like directly to them, fool. Like it, it went directly to, or like directly to their wall or something, to their wall. I didn't know it went to my wall. And so other people get to see it. Gracias a Dios, I only had like 300 followers at the time. But that was pretty embarrassing. I felt pretty embarrassed about it. About a couple hours later, eh, not hours, a, a day or two later, by the end of the weekend, obviously they didn't reply. All right? So by the end of the weekend, I I, I deleted the tweet, dog. I, I was embarrassed. I go, I cannot have this up there on my wall like that. It hasn't even been looked at or liked or retweeted by anybody. And especially not Los Tigres Norte. And obviously it's Sunday and they're not coming. <laughs> and uh, but I did that fool. I just have this thing where I have to meet him fool. And I got the chance to. I've seen him in concert many times, maybe five, six times. Sometimes good seats, sometimes not so good seats. Um, I've got to shake their hand. I got to shake Hernan Hernandez's hand in La Pacifi when I was a little kid. Though I was nine, my grandma took me. My parents didn't want to go. Or I don't know what happened, but they took me. She, my grandma took me to the parade. And uh, there was a parade, November parade that HP has. And I was like 9, 10, maybe, maybe 6th grade, maybe 5th grade. Maybe 5th grade. Uh, yeah, 5th grade. I don't think I was in middle school yet. But I was like 5th grade, and I told my grandma, my grandma, abuelita, quiero conocer los van a estar los tíos del norte. Van a estar en desfile, los quiero conocer. Me lleva, me lleva. I don't know why my parents, I'm sure my dad was working, and my mom, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. But my grandma said, yo te llevo, yo te llevo, mijo. My grandma took me. Sure enough, fool, here comes a flame. This is when the, the, the Los Tigres Nortes dropped Los Idolos del Pueblo 
album because that was the float was decorized decorized like Los Idolos del Pueblo, like the album cover, the whole float. That's the song when it has El Bilingüe y Tres Veces Mojado and fucking Doctor Fonseca and damn, a lot of good fucking songs on there. And so she took me. Sure enough, here comes these fools parading. They're on the parade float and they're, you know, waving. Uh, a parade that I have myself have been on. Thank you very much. Um, and they're coming down the free, down the fucking strip, the boulevard. And I ran, full. I seen them coming and I ran to the floor. The cops were like pushing people back, not letting people get close. But I'm a kid. I'm 10 fucking year old, scrawny little ass kid. They let me, I get through. I get through and I get to him, fool, to Hernan, fool, and I fucking grab his arm, fool, and I shake his hand, and I'm like, I'm a big fanatico. And I fucking shook his hand, and that was my fucking life, bro, and I was, like, so, so excited. That happened so fast, though, man, quick. I just, that's as close as I ever got to him, fool, to meet him. So, which, by the way, one of my friends, good friend, comedian Israel Garcia, one bad comic from Texas, San Antonio, who opens for me, features for me out there when I go out there. Good friend, very funny guy. You got to follow. That motherfucker got the chance to open for Los Tigres Norte out there in Texas, fool. That son of a bitch. Motherfucker. Lucky bastard. He said he got to hang out with them and talk to them. And that's that's this is where this is coming from. And that trigger. I, I was thinking about that earlier. And I was like, what would I do if I would meet him? This is what I would do. I would fucking... Ask so many questions. So many questions, man. And Los Tigres Norte, thank you for being in my life. Ay, ay, ay. They've been amazing, fool. They're the best. I don't know about their newest album. Their newest albums have not been great. Yes, I know. Anything from 2000, period. From 2000 up hasn't been great. Maybe a hit there, here and there. But, I mean, they're all about the 80s and the 90s. The 70s, 80s, and 90s, they they controlled that shit. Once the 2000s hit, dude, the albums were like, all right. Anyway, we got interrupted there. Someone opened the garage. The boys are back in town. All right, I got to wrap this up, guys. Anyway, that's my little Tears of Norte rant. My dream to meet him. Um, El, El Goat, Marco Antonio Solis. It was an honor to meet him. And... Uh, that's pretty much it, dude. Um, I am up for an Imagen Award. And my special, for my special, they, uh, it's not my weekend. And uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be virtual, of course, this year. If it wasn't virtual, it would have been like something like red carpet kind of shit, which would have been amazing, but not happening. Thank you, 2020, for that. Motherfucker. But it's gonna it's an honor just to be nominated. I've been nominated for something that's pretty special. It's like a Paisa Emmy, I guess, and it's fucking cool. Uh it's Latin X shit and just to be nominated along names with Eugenio Derbez and uh Gordon Ramsay and the Bella twins and other great people. Man, it's just amazing to be a, just a part of that, dude. It's it's been a blessing, man, this whole time. Can't complain. It's hard to complain when things like this come up. Or you know you're you're being exposed to different new things, and uh, imagine if I win, right? That would be crazy. Um, so I'm up for like best reality something, and you know, yes, of course I want to win. Yes, of course that would be great. 
Uh, I'm not expecting to win, but if I do, it would be definitely another blessing in the sky. And we'll see what happens from there. It's, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. You know, people are taking notice to what I'm up to and what I'm doing. And that's all I can ask for right now. Just a chance, the opportunity to get my foot in the door and see what happens from there, man. And all this hard work pays off. The waiting game, the grinding game, it's all part of it, baby. And uh, when you get just at least even mentioned with names such as Eugenio Derbez, it's a blessing, dude. And I, I'm very thankful for that, for people who even think about it and nominate me and choose me and shit it means a lot you know and thank you thank you guys thank you for you guys who are listening and and supporting and believing you know and shit dog it's a dream fool i mean living a dream dog you know i'm not rich and i'm famous but we're definitely in the, the right direction something Productive and positive is coming to fruit fruitition. Is that fruitition? I don't know. That's a word. But good things are going on. All right. That's pretty much it for me, man. And I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And uh, please listen to all uh, our este, our shows, the American wannabes, and time flies and i'm a lot cooler than i look and of course it's not my weekend thanks for listening have a great week everybody enjoy yourselves and uh, we'll catch up soon right late